0: Good day everybody, welcome to our daily podcast, Pastor Kevin Carson Christian Center Shreveport, so we're glad you're with us the now giants, and that God is making you day. We're talking about the battle on the border, the border issues, the ancient boundaries. Today we we're going to talk about, is voices, the church, the ecclesia, one of the reasons we're having battles on our borders? Good day, good day. I pray you're having a wonderful day here on Tuesday. It is February 13, 2024. Pray you have a good day. This is my father's birthday, my natural father, uh, who adopted me, and uh, he passed away last year. So this will be the first birthday we've not had him with us. But I rejoice in salvation and the joy of salvation for our loved ones and the rejoicing that they get to experience when they have that revelation of salvation through Jesus Christ. I know many of you have lost loved ones, we all have. We're so thankful for the gift of salvation. And I always have to remind myself of that in light of all the battles that we're in, and we're talking about border battles today, and uh, never lose sight of eternity. For eternity far outweighs the, the physical battles that we're all going through right now in the earth and that is our hope and we have eternity living in each one of us so we're so thankful for that goodness of god the goodness of god in that area well i'm still traveling i'm on my way home i started my journey um to uh, back to louisiana today i've been up here in oregon and had to stop by in atlanta because delta cannot get me home in a day from (laughs) northwest part of the nation just uh, flight schedules after covid so limited. But anyway, I'm I'm uh, I'm on my way home be looking forward to being back in Louisiana and just believing for God what he has there. Well, we're talking about border battles and I want to talk a little bit today about the church's response and are we are we complicit in some of the battles that we're having on the border? And I've always felt this, always believe this and I think scripture clearly talks it out, that the Ecclesia is a reflection of what's going on in the nation and the church's negligence in the areas of being watchmen and fighting for these ancient boundaries that the Lord has set. Uh, I'm talking about the kingdom boundaries first and then natural boundaries second. Uh, I think the natural boundaries uh, protect the ancient boundaries. And the warning was from the Lord that, you know, out of Proverbs 22, I'm sorry, yeah, Proverbs 22, 28, don't, don't move the ancient boundary marker that your ancestors established. And we're talking about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. As much as we are um, our founding fathers of our nations, hopefully our founding fathers when they established our lands, you know, aligned with uh, the ancient boundaries of the kingdom. In America, we believe many of those, or if not most all of them, were on those ancient boundaries. And that's what we're fighting for, and we're losing them. We, we see those boundaries moved. I think about Germany, who I minister at quite a bit, which I love that nation, and some of you listening in Germany, God bless you today. And their history, their rich history in the faith, uh, there's so many things from Martin Luther and, and others that have, established that nation for the kingdom, the Moravians, on and on it goes. Uh, The great spiritual wealth was there. And then the church failed during the Second World War, even in the First World War, of not standing up and dealing with the government's expansion policies to uh, let nationalism supersede the ancient boundaries that God has set of how kingdom people should operate. And I think we can learn from that, and let's make sure we don't fall to that same prey, not that we would be like the Nazis. Now, you gotta remember, Adolf Hitler was not a, a German, he was of German descent, Austrian as he was, but it was a spirit upon that people. But in, in Germany, Hitler, at the time when he was taking over, he did not discourage people from attending church. He was a Catholic, even though he had abandoned his faith, He did not mind if others continued to attend church, but he had a caveat of that, as long as it did not affect the way they lived or the values that they held, talking about the German people. He did not interfere with doctrines of the church just as long as the churches were teaching those things that would work in harmony with the good of the German people. And he called it positive Christianity. Boy, does that not sound familiar? We call it woke now, woke Christianity, uh, because it aligns with the spirit of the world. And I believe this is a this is a manifestation, or the manifestation of our borders being invaded, is because our ancient boundaries have been invaded by the spirit of the age, and the Antichrist spirit that is moving in. So, what happened in Germany during that season? And we're seeing it as well. So we could point our finger at the Germans and the German church for their negligence, but now we have to actually point the fingers at ourselves because the same thing's happening to us right now. Right from the beginning, Hitler sought to marginalize the church to guarantee that no Christian influence would be allowed to inform government policy. Is that not where we are right now? See, these ancient boundaries that God set our nations for, most of us that are listening to this podcast, they had to be moved in order for an agenda of the Antichrist to have its reign. And the church, again, is complicit because they had a responsibility to stand up and that's why we're doing what we're doing. That's why you're listening to this podcast today, because I'm trying to raise up an army and meet people like me that are trying to raise up armies like this so that we will contend. Look, if we lose the war, we it must be said of us that we fought the war. It can't be said that we did and capitulated like the church fully, and not fully, but most of the church did in Germany during that time. And so I don't, I'm here to beckon you to stay on the wall with me. Don't get discouraged in this hour. Let's begin to fight this fight. And he sought to marginalize it. Uh, and not allow it to have that influence we must keep our influence he was the one that would decide what was best for germany that's what adolf hitler said he said the churches must be forbidden from interfering with temporal matters here's a quote the state would have to be scrubbed clean of all christian convictions and valleys values that is what we call Ruining or removing the ancient boundaries because God's boundaries are the most important. They're ancient, they're from before the creation of the world. And now we have the physical manifestation of that now, and we're seeing our physical boundaries being removed. And with this globalistic, globalism uh, manifestation, and it's happening in all our nations. Again, I talked about it yesterday. The invasion of these of people groups, uh, illegal immigrants, we call them here in America, they are coming with their own gods, with their own value systems that are not the value systems of the, the ones that were set up by our nations. And many of them are, are tied to the ancient boundaries of the Lord's kingdom principles. So you understand what I'm saying? And these are our ancient boundaries we have. But the enemy right now is trying to move those boundaries. And I say trying. He's doing it. And the church is complicit because it's not mobilizing at a level it needs to nationwide, worldwide. So we must contend not only against the enemy's invasion, but we also must raise up a standard and cry out for an awakening, a revival within his own church. So they, too, would be a part of the fight. I think that's the hardest part to do is to get them to go there. Some of the church today would say, well, the government doesn't. It's not going to affect my relationship with the Lord and how I function as a Christian. That's what they said in Germany. That's what they said when communism came in. Uh, In other parts of the world, uh, I think in China, you take tours in China and they'll tell you, uh, do you have freedom? If you ask the guides, do you have freedom religion? They said, absolutely, as long as it stays in your mind. You can't get it out of your mind into reality. I laugh at that, but that's a that's a reality that's going on there. So how can how do you say that when the mandate of Scripture is to preach the gospel of the kingdom of the ends of the earth, if the government tells you, you no longer can do that, your functionality as a Christian has been changed and the boundaries have been moved. And I'm gonna bring this warning, maybe I'll Uh, In in the weeks ahead, I'll share some of my prophetic encounters where I saw persecution coming to the church where it basically will be illegal to share the gospel. You can do it within your own circles like they did in Germany, but you cannot proselyte. You can't go out and share it with the people. Now, this is what happens when a spirit of nationalism uh, supersedes a patriotism and the purpose of a nation. Now, and, and, you know, a lot of people accused uh, President Trump of that. And, and I worried about some of that, about the national uh, view being greater than the church's view or the kingdom's view. And, but now we're seeing an administration that is still a form of nationalism in the sense that the nationalism is just gonna have a different form of government. President Trump was more about democracy. This is more about communism, socialism. That type of movement. So we're in the same battle. It just has a different manifestation there, okay? I'm not speaking against anybody. I'm just telling you, it's a movement of the Antichrist spirit. So God is the one who establishes our lands on these principles, and it's your and my responsibility to not change those principles for outward peace. Did you hear that? Every time Israel has given up land for peace, the manifestation... Was war. That's what they got for it. And we must remember that. If we just say, look, I'm just going to do that so they won't bother me, and I'm, not, I'm just going to abide because I want peace in my house, guess what? The war is coming your way, and it will take more and more of what your freedoms are, and it will begin to grow that way. So the enemy doesn't want peace, it wants land, it wants the souls of the people in the land, that's what it wants. I, I once was doing deliverance many years ago on a, on a ex-Satanist, and I, in my interviewing and in my, our work with deliverance, I asked if they had ever seen physically Satan. Because the, 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 Satan is not omnipresent, He's, he has to decide to go somewhere. And the Satanist told me one time, And I said, when was that? And they were living in our state capital, the city of our state capital at that time. And he said, they said, when when there there was legislation for abortion, and Satan appeared to the Satanists and said, I am here to get my babies. And I think that was really interesting because what we're seeing here, that Satan doesn't want just land, he wants souls. He wants death. He's the father of lies. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And so here we are in a great battle in our land, and we have to fight for these ancient boundaries. When we see the kingdom boundaries being attacked, we have a responsibility as the ecclesia to rise up and begin to fight that fight. Hitler was willing to give the churches freedom just as long as they did not do anything subversive to the state. Of course, he would be the one who defines what subversion is, so we have to challenged that one along the way. In Article 24 of the Nazi Party platform, it demanded, it said, liberty for all religious denominations in the state. So far, they are not a danger to the moral feelings of the German race. And then he won some over, appearing to offer freedom and tolerance. He assured them that he was doing what was best for Germany and, of course, What was best would be defined by him, not by the churches, not by the Bible, not by natural law. We have to rise up. This is our responsibility, church, and I'm raising up the 318 Company to fight this fight. Let's pray for our ancient boundaries that God set according to the kingdom biblical principles, the biblical worldview. And then let's pray for our natural borders. It's a manifestation. Of the church's irresponsibility to fight and contend for these ancient boundaries. The Lord said, Woe unto those that move these boundaries. And so we don't need God's judgment because government's telling us the church must be removed. We must rise up. Father, I pray for everybody's listening, wherever they live, whatever nation, city, state, wherever they are from, Lord, that they would contend in the spirit first through intercession. Praying, Father. And also being an influence wherever you give them opportunity, God, to, to leaders, to anybody in their community or wherever they have a sphere of influence. God, we want our ancient boundaries to remain, the ones that you set according to the Word of God. We want them in our lives and in our nations. We pray this today in the name of Jesus. Amen amen. Well, God bless you. Come back tomorrow. We'll keep building on this truth. Every day for listening to our daily podcast, here from Christian Center Shreveport. We pray you are blessed today and thank you for finding the application which is on. Don't forget to share this with your friends. We want to make sure this message and these prophetic updates help everybody to stay where they're supposed to be, know the hour they're in and what to do. Thanks for sewing. Many of you sew into our ministry. You can do that at our website, ChristianCenterShreveport.com or you can also go to our app. Thank you so much. May God bless you and have a great day. I know she has a different style, but I do feel like Cindy was hearing from the Lord. I love the Council of Prophets, getting many people to be a part of that. I pray this encourages you. We have prayer to pray that goes with everything we've said this week about our power of intercession. So let's pray, press into these words. Let's avoid a world war. Let's see Christ reign in every area. Lord, I bless everybody listening today. May they have a great weekend. Come back again next week. We love you guys. Shabbat Shalom.